Let's get real, let's get inspirational, a little bit emotional, and let's shed some sunshine. This is the Sunshine Steven Podcast. Welcome! Good day and happy Wednesday! And welcome back to the Sunshine Steven Podcast with your host, me, Steven Rice. So, again, if you do not know already, it is Mental Health Awareness Month which is the month of May. So my guest today, Dr. Lauren Cook, is talking mental health, her job, and what she does to help with mental health in the world. So it's a great conversation, fed my soul. Um, So yeah, it's a good one. You're not going to want to miss this. And again, I hope that you're having a great May mental health awareness uh, month and doing stuff for you, self-care and all that jazz. So, yeah, why don't I just hushy-wushy right now (laughs) and we get to the interview. Enjoy! Well, hello and good day, Dr. Lauren Cook. How are you? I am doing well, Stephen. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. I do have to ask, since you're in California right now, how's the weather there? Uh, Will you hate me if I tell you it's beautiful? (laughs) It's nice out today. It's 81 degrees, it says. It, in Florida here, (laughs) it started out like chilly-ish and then it warmed up, but now like the the clouds are rolling in and I'm like, are you going to storm? What's going on? The whole sunshine state is really a lie. It's sunny. It's sunny a lot, but you, it, it, it's just nothing. If it says it's like 10% chance of rain, it's going to rain. It's, it's happening. Well, yes. the humidity too, right? Like I was, we were oh, talking yes. before the show. I was in Louisiana last week. I'm like, what is this? I feel like I'm in a bath right now. Exactly. Yes. It's so wild because if it's like hot here, it's humid automatically. But then like, if I go on vacation somewhere in the like um, Caribbean or somewhere and I'm like, oh, it's hot. But it's not like I can do this where it's like, they're like, oh, it's really hot today. It's like 96 degrees. I'm like, <laughs> I'll take it because 96 degrees with the humidity in Florida feels like it's just the end of the world. It's <laughs> so other level. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that, you know, because some people just are like, I, I don't know what you mean. I, I, I don't get it. And I'm like, uh, if you've been in it, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You and your hair knows because yeah. <laughs> there's no way you're going to have a good hair day with all the humidity here. <laughs> so Anyways, true. I digress. <laughs> let me give you the opportunity um, to kind of introduce yourself, let listeners know who you are and what you're about. And then we'll dive into a little bit deeper into what that entails. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for having me on. So I'm Dr. Lauren Cook. I'm a therapist, speaker, and author. I mainly work with people anywhere from their late teens to mid-30s, helping them with all those major life transitions, right? Both the personal and the professional. So everything from graduating, getting a a job, figuring out what you want to do with your life, basically. Uh, That's where I do my career coaching work. And then helping people with their personal transitions, too. Everything from dating, relationships, breakups, starting families families, all those big points in life. I really love helping people with. And then normally I'm on the road as a speaker, but obviously it's gone all virtual. So, um, you know, but we pivot, that seems to be the word of, of the year. So that's a little bit about me and I'm, I'm thrilled to get to have some time getting to talk with you today. No, definitely. Likewise. And I, (laughs) I agree. I'm, I just turned 28 two weeks ago. 
I okay, think. Yeah. Happy belated. Not, not too. Exa- it was nine days ago. Now that I look at the <laughs> the calendar, <laughs> but it feels yeah, it feels like it was an eternity ago. But yeah, you're. I feel like navigating your twenties. It's a <laughs> interesting it's a road. I I just left my twenties like a month ago, Stephen. So lucky I'm, I you. know I'm ready to. My husband always he's like, I don't want to be 30. And I'm like, oh, I'm ready for it. <laughs> so You're ready, ready for, for it? Because the 20s were so brutal. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm like, uh, leave it, leave it behind. I have friends that are in their 30s and I'm like, oh, they have it a little bit more together than in your 20s. Because <laughs> like you said, you're still navigating like graduation, like what you want to be, quote unquote, when you grow up. But like mm-hmm. nobody really knows, spoiler alert. Like <laughs> yeah surprise so it's, it's nice that you're out there and helping people and then you throw relationships and family stuff in there and it's just a whole another and I I speak from experience I love my husband and his family and dearly but I did get married at 24 and it's a lot to take in yeah <laughs> so yeah it's uh definitely I appreciate um people like you out there helping the world with it because it, it has much benefits to it, I, I believe. Um, so it, along that line, when did you start or did you kind of already know growing up? Because like I said, oh, I, I want to grow up and be X, Y, and Z. Did you always have a feeling growing up like, I want to help people by doing X, Y, and Z? Or if you're anything like me, I changed my mind like 27 million times before I was oh, yeah. like 21. And then I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. Like I'll stick with this for now. Uh, how was that? How, or, and when did you make the final decision? Like, this is what I want to do. Like, this is my passion. Let me go for it. Yeah. I had no idea that I was going to become a psychologist someday. <laughs> I thought I would maybe wanted to be a dentist as a kid, which is. So did I. No. Really? Yes. I wanted to be a dentist. And then I was like, I'll just do orthodontist because I had braces. And then I was like, huh? the human mouth is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I know me too. That, that ended when I was about six or seven and yes. I started to realize what that entailed, but you know, I, I worked a little bit in entertainment. Like I was at E news and NBC for a little bit and thought I really wanted to be in that space. And I have to tell you, like talking about Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez every day, like that is not what the heart wants. <laughs> it's not what the heart wants, right? Like I, I really did feel like, oh, okay. I feel like when I look back at my life, I will want have wanted to hopefully have helped others. Not that people working at E News are not helping others, right. <laughs> you know. Um, no, no rudeness no to that. Yeah. <laughs> but but I think that was a big wake up call for me of like, okay, I've got to I've got to shift here what I'm doing. And mm-hmm. thus began the long road of, of getting a master's and a doctorate. But you know, I really think it's been worth it. And I'm I love what I get to do. It's been really awesome. Which is great. Yeah, I even with my podcasting, I'm like, okay, sometimes I have to talk about some stuff like pop culture wise, like my first episode, Tiger King was all I talked about. Oh my gosh. So good. But I could not imagine like that just being your life. Like I have to, because people are still, and I'm like, okay, I get it. It was was a great documentary and everything like that. But like people are still, I'm like, they're milking it for all it's worth. And especially when it comes to relationships with celebs, not to knock them or anything. I'm like, cool, that's great, but I have my own relationship issues. <laughs> I don't want to hear about two very rich people <laughs> and their issues. <laughs> like, Yeah, no, nice, not exactly cool. relatable. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, so you spent time apart with your, like, fancy condo in New York and they went to Paris? Like, not relatable, like you said. Yeah. Sure. 
So I, I think it's awesome that you were able, and that I'm horrible because I I only got my bachelor's for a hot minute. I thought I wanted my master's, but then I tapped out and knew my limits. How 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 many years of school post, I guess high school, so college years, did you have to go to get where you're at now? Yeah. So, uh, undergrad, I went to UCLA, which I, I don't know if you want, if March madness is happening right now while we're recording this and they just got into the elite eight last night, which I'm like so excited about. (laughs) Um, so that was four years, uh, I double majored there and then two years of my master's of marriage and family therapy. And then four years of my doctorate and now I'm on postdoc. So, and I just turned 30 and that was taking one year off. So it's, it's been a, but I've worked that whole time pretty much. Okay, Um, good, good. Yeah. I've worked as a speaker and stuff. So it didn't feel like I was only doing school. School. Like, you know, I think it's possible, not always fun, but if people (laughs) want to have a job and not feel like they're just a student, you know, I think that can be a way to do it sometimes. No, I definitely agree. Cause I, I worked the whole time I was in college. Um, so it, it was nice to get like real world experience along with the education, mm-hmm. but like sometimes it was not fun when you're like, I have a final tomorrow and I have to work this shift or whatever it is that you're, yeah. or I really have to finish this project for school and this project for work. And you have to find a good mixture of it, but you did a, you've done a lot more years than I have. So kudos to you and anybody who can withstand <laughs> that. I, I always toy around with the idea of getting my master's. I don't know what I would get it in, but I always joke like when I just become super rich, when I sell a book or something like that and I have time, I'll do mm-hmm. it. Um, but again, like you got to take one year, which is nice, but this would have been, <laughs> this will be like, probably seven or eight years. <laughs> well, you know, I will be rooting for you, Stephen. And oh, sometimes I you. feel like it's better to go in later, you know, because oh, yeah. you know, you know more what you want. Exactly. And I will say too, because some of my favorite classmates that I had were older. I, I, that sounds about like, I guess more, more in tune, more mature, I guess you could mm. say with the real world. So it was mm-hmm. really nice because I was a sociology and criminal justice and I took um, psychology classes too. So hear their experiences to where, uh, what was the one we were talking about? Like I took out a random psychology parenting class. Cause I was like, I might be a parent one day. Let me see what it's like. And we're all early twenties, if that, and are like, mm-hmm. Oh, we don't really have. And we had one um, student in there and she, she had two children. She shared this story. She was like, sometimes you have to stick with like the punishment or they're never going to learn. So mm-hmm. she had two boys, which I know cause I have a brother and we're, I remember growing up <laughs> giving our, our mom a run for our money not to mention she also had two girls so too much Ooh. but uh so yeah she took her sons to Disneyland but told them if you guys fight we are leaving and that's it she said within 15 minutes they started fighting so she packed them up and left and no. stuck to it and I was like oh, oh. None of us had that <laughs> that example that we could use. So I, I kudos to people. I, I as corny as it sounds, I think it's never too late. Um, so That's maybe, some good boundary setting there. Oh, one hundred percent. She said since then she's never had a, a big issue. Of course, they had their spats here and there, but nothing like you're embarrassing me in public. Because I, I'm, I'm sure you've been to Disney maybe once or twice in your life. <laughs> oh, just times that by 30. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it, I've gone a few times and just to 
it's the happiest place on earth and kids are like bah! like so bonkers <laughs> and I'm like be happy <laughs> like exactly. I don't understand why are you why are you screaming and throwing stuff anyways this <sighs> you know is a whole nother whole nother episode for sure <laughs> um but why back to you <laughs> why do you think it's important to help those that are trying to navigate life um you know you spoke on it a little bit you like what really sparked that inside you to say you know what here we go this is this is why I'm doing this yeah you know I was finding so many people where life was happening to them rather than they themselves happening to their lives. You know, so much of my work is teaching people how to set appropriate goals. Mm. And it's really fascinating when you ask a lot of people, especially, you know, teens, and young adults, what do you want to do and experience in your life? Even the fun things they're like, I don't know. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And that blows yep. my mind. Like, we don't know how much time we have on this earth. Right. So, and I'm not saying to be so structured in your life that you have every day necessarily planned out, mm. but we all should want things for ourselves. Or I think sometimes we have those midlife crisis moments of like, oh my gosh, how did what I did get I here? Yeah. What did I do or not do? Honestly, yeah. I think that's super important to help people put their goals in perspective. I actually, I interned with middle schoolers and their favorite thing, like talking to them was like, whatever, I don't care. And I'm like, yeah, but why, <laughs> why? Please <laughs> care. <laughs> Please care, have something. But like you said, you don't have to have like, okay, wake up at 6 a.m. by 6.05, do <laughs> Your miracle morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ugh, that, that'd be way too much for sure. Um, any advice for anybody though? Speaking of goals, especially now, I feel like we have a lot more time of our hands because mm-hmm. of everything that's going on. Any advice for them to, to get jump started on it? Any nuggets of wisdom that you could say, this is what you should start with? Yeah, absolutely. People need to write their goals down. Mm. Like you're so much more likely to achieve the goal or at least make progress on the goal if you write it down. And second thing, if you tell someone about it, Oh yeah. so many of us were way too afraid to own what we want for ourselves. And if you're afraid of someone judging you, like that's their deal. You know what I mean? Like we need to care less what other people think. And Mm. so I'm such a big advocate of helping people be really fearless with their lives of Mm. like, Hey, if you want to connect with this person, shoot your shot, send an email email like what do you have to lose you know what I mean so write it down tell someone and then try and have a a game plan you know where you check in at least once a week once a Mm -hmm. month and assess hey how are my goals going and then you can kind of redirect from there oh that's awesome and super powerful and super relevant because I myself was like (laughs) one of my goals for 2021 was make goals so I wrote them down well I actually text them typed them out but hey that counts that That counts counts. yeah um but I do each week if I have goals I do write them down I have a like a board full of post-its and everything and then I'm one of those just there's nothing like marking out something that you've done (laughs) it's so satisfying with the check mark yeah it feels so good it does it's like yeah I did that um but one of my goals was like you said like shoot your shot like I reach out to people more and be like, Hey, I have this little podcast. Would you like to be on it? And then I feel like it's, I, I get like karma points for it. Cause people then reach out to me and I'm like, Oh yay. People actually want to be on here. Cause I'm like, yeah, I, I don't I reached know. Out to you. Exactly. I was going to say, for example, you reached out and I was like, Oh, this is making my life a lot easier because I was, I was like, I, I can't do an episode by myself or else it's just going to be really boring. And me just like 
so I had Cheerios for breakfast, guys. It was, <laughs> it, was it was good, you know. <laughs> Talking into the universe. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I do highly recommend people write their goals down, like you said, and then you know, you just never know. There's been a couple of people because I made a um a dream guest list for this year, Ooh, and yes. I've reached out and already got three people from that list to say, "Yeah, oh, this sounds great," and I'm like. Oh, See? this works. There you go. There <laughs> you go. Moment, which is awesome for sure. Um, now, speaking of people, because I'm a big people person, I feel like you're a people person as well too, especially in this mm-hmm. line of work. Um, I always like to ask guests, who inspires you? And if you need a moment, I always give this spiel. It doesn't have to be one person. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to feel obligated to say my grandmother, my mom, like you can say that, but then you can also say like Oprah because X, Y, and Z, or it could be a collective group of people. Um, no, I've oh, got an answer for you. Okay, ready. good. Cause some people I, are I'm like, ready, Steven. they're like, I need a, like an hour to <laughs> figure out. <laughs> I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but so go I mean, for the it. list. The list could be very, very long. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my, my answer to this has been, and always will be Julie Andrews. Like oh. I, love that woman how she like to me she's the epitome of grace and oh, like yeah. that's, I was about to say she's so classy <laughs> right she's so classy I don't know if you heard her voiceover in Bridgerton but there she was again doing mm-hmm. awesome things uh so I love how she lives her life with grace and dignity you know mm-hmm. she's not one to get too ruffled and I really like that about her but recently too I want to add Dolly Parton to the mix can okay. we please okay so <laughs> I can do a 12-part series on how much I love Dolly Parton. I literally tweeted and put on my Facebook, and I shared it on Instagram. Um, I'm not going to say uh, um, the Amazon uh, device Echo, but I'm not going to say oh, her real name. She's going to know. She's going to know. I, and I, I had her play 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton on repeat yeah. this morning. And so I was like, <laughs> this, everybody just needs this on a Monday morning. And oh. I... Dolly, there's just so much to go in on. She's her. incredible. She Did is. you hear about the recent thing with her with the statue? Oh yeah, yeah. And she was like, "No, ma'am." Yes. <laughs> I'm good. There's other people. I mean, she. If it wasn't for her, we wouldn't have half the vaccines we have right now. Too. Mm-hmm. She's just she's iconic and so timeless. Whether it, it doesn't matter what generation, because like my grandparents love her, mm-hmm. my generation, anybody in between, like they're just like, oh, she can do no harm. It's Dolly. It's I Dolly. know, I know. So she was I, the, I love her. She was the first person I highlighted um, at work. We did a women, women's in music. I got to sign that because we were doing for Women's History Month, and I did women mm-hmm. in music. She was the first person that I highlighted. And I was like, here's all these facts. And people are like, oh, you must like Dolly Parton. I'm like, like is an understatement. Yeah, you don't even know. I know her life story is incredible too. Like what she overcame. Oh, Oh, 100%. Have you had the chance to read her? Well, she has a few books out now, but the newest one that came out, I haven't gotten it yet because I, I just moved and everything. And I was like, I need to dive into it. But it's like a pretty big book I, I'm showing you nobody oh. else can see. It's, um it's not it, like three million pages it's it's a big like story book collection of her telling the stories of her songs and everything that has like oh. behind the scenes photos and everything like that and like 
That sounds amazing. I need to read that. I just, I read Elton John's biography. Oh. That was really good too. If you haven't read. Oh, me I need yet. to write that. Anyone down. listening, read me. It was so good. I think that's what it's too. called. Did he? He wow. did. I believe it was over the weekend that he had a birthday. Him and um, one of my favorites, Jonathan Van Ness. <laughs> oh, yes. I was, like, I was like, March birthdays are the best. Not <laughs> because my birthday is in March, but um, I believe Dolly Parton's birthday was soon t- recent too. If really? I'm not mistaken. Oh my I'm pretty sure I saw, or was it Reba McIntyre? One of them, or it might be both, shared an exchange. And you know how people go and like women support women. So they were like, yep. oh, happy birthday to everybody. Um, I know my my good friend Kelsey, who doesn't mind me saying she's probably cringing right now. She's listening, like, how dare you not know Dolly Parton's exact birthday? <laughs> I know. I feel really bad about I this. Know. Now. We're like, I'm, I'm like love secretly her. She's great, and I'm like uh, looking at this. Wait. I'm so bad with birthdays, Alexa, but when is Dolly Parton's birthday? Dolly Parton's birthday is on January 19th. No, it's January. I lied. It oh, must have been Reba's. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was Reba McIntyre's, and that's why it was one of the other Reba's. And then Dolly Parton wished her a happy birthday. Anyhow. I mean, I love Reba too. Oh my gosh. Dolly is 75. Which blows my mind. Yeah. Blows my mind. Have you, did you watch her um, Netflix uh, series with all, and did you see in April they're doing a tribute show to her? No, I did not know this. We're talking Miley Cyrus, Katy Perry, like all these artists are (sighs) doing this big tribute to Dolly. And it's going to be on Netflix. Is it going to be at the Grand Ole Opry? Or I wonder I'm not sure where. I honestly had to um, view it through tears. Because when I saw it, I got really emotional. I was like, she deserves this. So I don't know exactly where it's at. <laughs> but I know it's in April. Um, and I'm super excited. <laughs> I can't just, wait. <laughs> yes. Um, anybody else that comes to mind? I don't know how you can top that. but. <laughs> Oh my gosh. There's so many people I could think of Michelle Obama too. Uh, like of course. Her her autobiography was incredible. And I just saw she did like a version for younger readers too, yes. which is so cool. I saw I got confused because I, I finished her autobiography, but then I was in Target and I was like, why is this in the kids section? I was like, I mean, I'm all for young women listening to this, especially, but I was like, that's gonna be a pretty hard read. Yeah, that means- <laughs> then I saw, oh, it's for <laughs> She made it for younger. I was like, <laughs> All right, that'll be interesting. So I just got, um, well, I didn't just get it. I got it for Christmas, uh, Barack Obama's um, latest book. Oh, how was it? I haven't read it yet. I haven't read it yet either, but <laughs> I have like a list, but then I try to go back and forth from memoirs to fiction because if Me not- too. I, I would just be in fiction land all the time. Exactly. And I feel like I should be learning sometimes. One hundred percent. I'm glad you get what I'm saying. Cause most people are like my husband, he's not a reader at all. He's like, is this a movie yet? Like I'll just watch the movie. And like, <laughs> the book is always better than the movie. Yes. You need to read the guest list by the way, by Lucy. I saw, yeah, yeah. Which is another shout out to you and your, your Instagram. Um, Cause of course I started following you naturally because we're best friends now. And yes, you, we are. Oh, well, I'll let you explain what you do. I don't want to take your thunder. <laughs> <laughs> well, once I finish books, I, I think it's so sad to let them sit there and collect mm-hmm. dust, you know? Exactly. And so I share them on my page of like, Hey, I'll, I'll mail you a free book if you want this book. And so I know. just shipped two books today, the vanishing half and that one, the guest list. That's awesome. Yeah. I've had the guest list on my book list for a while and the vanishing half I literally have I see it right now 
I got that for my birthday. <laughs> so okay, I'll be curious. To, that one took me longer to get through. Like yeah. I don't know. It was. I liked the concept. I. I. It was a little bit of a slower read for me, but. I'll let you know. I'll, I'll let me know. We'll have to go back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So the next part, some people freak out about, but not really. Um, I don't think you'll have a problem with it. And I'm not going to read all, but I have 75 random, random questions. Rapid fire um, questioning just to get to know you well, um, get to know you more and let the listeners know like, hey, she's cool. Um, I love it. Follow her and support her. So <laughs> I'm just going to pick some at random and then get your opinions on them. All right. I'm ready. Uh oh, this is always one of my favorite ones. And I, I, I'm just a nerd and I always like movies and everything. Um, who would you pick to play you in a movie about your life? Ooh, you know, people tell me Amanda Seyfried looks like me. Yes. I don't see it at all. Oh, and I love her. I'm a big Mamma Mia fan. Yes. Oh, do you love Broadway musicals too? Do we yeah. need to talk about Absolutely. that? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm so sad because unfortunately, I've never been to New York. What? Super sad, I know. I've never even been on a plane. Super sad. Okay, Stephen. We've yeah, got I some know. work to do. Yes. I know. Well, last year, my husband and I were like, because he's been to New York, he's been on planes and stuff. And I was like, I am determined. We are going to New York in the fall, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I want to go to Broadway. And mm-hmm. we were planning this pre-COVID. And of course it got canceled. And then also I was like, okay, well, the show that I wanted to go see because it was getting really good reviews and I downloaded the soundtrack was Beetlejuice. <laughs> really yes and we were going in the fall so I was like this would be a great like Halloween yeah Halloween and that the main actress oh my gosh I'm I think it's Anna Sophia something she's 17 and like a voice of she reminded me of uh Demi Lovato when she first like pipes wow at such a young age so I was like I'm so ready and then it got not only COVID, but now they've canceled Beetlejuice altogether. And wait, it's not like ever coming back. It's not. They were like, sorry. And I'm like, no, such high praises and everything. So that's terrible. But I will say my number one that I would want to see, even though it's not on Broadway anymore right now. Well, for now, you never know, because I bring them back and forth is Mm -hmm. Mamma Mia, because I just love the story in Abba, you can't ever go wrong. Oh, I mean, I'm obsessed with Abba. <laughs> yeah, I have seen off like the traveling Broadway shows. I've seen mm-hmm. Wicked that way, Hairspray, which is like one of the best too. Chicago, of course. What are some mm-hmm. of your other favorite, or if those are your favorites? Oh, I, just I love Kinky Boots. That oh. one is so good, so good. Uh, what else have I seen? Dirty Dancing, which was oh. like, eh. I feel um, like it would be so hard to top the movie it was well they tried to just do a repeat of the movie and it was like no 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 just like when they had dirty dancing 2 yeah oh habana (laughs) nights (laughs) no 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 so bad so bad so bad sorry to anybody fans out there yeah any habana nights fans (laughs) yeah i'm sure there's a lot i was gonna say all three of you Oh uh, no, I love seeing shows. Oh my gosh. And last one I'll say was Miss Saigon. That oh. actually made a comeback. That was really good. They like brought a helicopter on stage. Oh and wow. Oh, that's it's super good. awesome. Oh, I can't yeah. wait for shows to be open. Me too. Me too. So yeah, that long-winded answer to that was Amanda Seyfried. I'm gonna yeah. go with. I, and I love her. I mean, besides Mama Mia, she's been, I mean, 
her most iconic role in Mean Girls. Oh, yes, Karen. <laughs> but it's so wild and shows her range mm-hmm. because sometimes I see actors and actresses play a dumb role and like that's all like they that's all I see them that's all they really mm-hmm. like I love Anna Ferris, love her but like that's her thing yeah she plays yeah. The, the perfect ditzy weirdo <laughs> but not Amanda she can do anything so I know I her in the art of racing in the rain oh my gosh good. so cried so much she'd do a great job as you then I I see it it's gonna Thank be you. a blockbuster <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another one, especially since you've said that you've been to Disney, hopefully this will um, be fun for you to answer. If you were the eighth dwarf, dwarf oh. in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, what would your name be? Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, I would probably say Goofy because I'm actually like really goofy when people get yeah. to know me. I think sometimes people think like, oh, Lauren is so sweet and classy and, and maybe those things are true. I hope so. But I've also got like a little spunky, sassy side to me yeah. too. That can be pretty silly. So I'm going to go with Goofy. Maybe that would make me into the Disney dog though. Yeah. My thing. Okay. Spoiler for anybody out there. I just saw this. I was today's year old. I guess Goofy, the Disney Goofy is mm-hmm. a cow. What? Yeah. Somebody posted on Facebook and said, I was today years old when I learned that Goofy is a cow. And that makes sense because Pluto is a dog. Right. And doesn't, like, Goofy gets to wear clothes and talk and Pluto's just a dog. Why did I think Goofy was a, a dog? I thought he was a dog my whole <laughs> life until now. I also, Me too. coming from somebody who always sees a backward G... <laughs> when I see yes. Disney so yes <laughs> mind blown thought I'd throw that out there wow You're like, my mind is yeah, people can't see but my mouth is like hanging open yeah. right now I, I literally was like and I thought I'm glad I'm not the only one because other people were commenting like I'm sorry what this <laughs> like, is news to me this news. is news to me Look wow um is there any holiday that you hate or do not like Oh, uh, I don't really love New Year's Eve. Like I am not a night owl. So it's like, oh, stay up till midnight. No, like struggle, struggle. And then it's cold and people are like in these little glitzy outfits. I'm like, I just want to be in like my comfies, you know? Yes. I, I'm like, I'm all for a new year celebration, but right. I'm going to be in bed until nine. <laughs> Let's do it at noon and have like a new year's brunch that exactly. I'm down for. Yeah. That, that sounds a-okay to me. I, I can never stay. I haven't stayed up to midnight probably since I was like 24. Like, I think I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the point? Uh, last one. Would you rather be able to talk to animals or speak all the foreign languages? Oh, wow. I it love is, that question. This is one of the toughest ones because I myself don't even know how I, I'm like, why can't I do both? <laughs> well, for, for fear of sounding antisocial, I, I'm going to go with talk to animals because I'm a huge animal lover. Like my favorite place in the world is Costa Rica where there's mm. just so many animals and I'm obsessed with my little Siamese cat Mochi. Oh. I would love to know what he's thinking. Uh, so I'm going to say talk to animals. I, yeah, I, I feel like I agree with you. I have two dogs and uh, every day I'm like, what are you thinking? Cause sometimes right. they just look at you and you're like, are you plotting my death? <laughs> Do you love me? What is going on? 
it just would be nice to have a little glimpse inside of our pets it would be so, i i think it would be hilarious what they're what they're thinking yeah. I'm probably over exaggerating. They're probably just like, oh, when's the next time I get to eat? Right. <laughs> like, I'm hungry. I'm tired. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, that was painless. Thank you so much <laughs> for doing that. Um, the next uh, couple questions, actually pretty standard um, on this show, um, of course, and I don't see you having an issue with it. I always ask people to share. Um, what are some things that you do to help keep your mental health in check? Mm, Yeah, absolutely. For me, I have to get outside, like, Mm. especially with this pandemic, it's so easy to stay cooped up all day. No, I have to get outside. I try and get some sunshine on my skin every day. I try and get my heart beating with like at least a brisk walk or a run or a good game of tennis. Um, and we were just talking about our pets. Like I really do think my pet Mochi is a big part of my mental health. Like playing with him and taking care of him, I think brings me a lot of joy. And then the last thing I'll say is time without my phone, right? Uh, Because, oh my gosh, this, this thing, thing. love and hate. (laughs) I have to set it in another room sometimes and just be present and and watch a movie to watch a movie. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I I agree with all those, especially now because I am working from home. So it's like a highlight of my day to get to go check the mail. Cause I'm like, yes. Oh, the sun's out. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And pets, I feel like they like understand when you're upset or when you're mm-hmm. happy or aggravated or anything. So they're just there for you. And I am I'm totally guilty of watching a TV show or a movie and being like, who is that person? I've seen them in so let me Google it real fast. And then yep. I, I've missed the plot because I'm like, but let me tell you, this actor has played <laughs> in <laughs> XYZ movie and everything. So I, I have to make a big decision usually to put my phone either like face down away from me and just zone in mm-hmm. or put it in another room charging because if not, I'm like, oh, <laughs> let me yeah. research this person's whole life. And, and then I'm like on their movie. Instagram, they're like yes! Chris neighbor. Exactly. Like, how did I get here? Like, oh, look, they use this dentist. Should I go to this dentist? <laughs> they, oh, wow. Their mom makes cookies. Let me, yeah. <laughs> I'm so, oh, their stylist looks awesome. Let me go. And then you, it's just a rabbit hole. And I'm like, wait, what was this movie about? <laughs> like, I know. Just enjoy it. Um, but yeah, mental health is something um, I'm really big into and want to break the stigma around. And I'm, I know we need it more than ever right now to check mm-hmm. in on ourselves. So I think those are three solid, solid things for people to try out. Mm-hmm. Other solid things I always like to ask recommendations, any, and they don't have to be um, anything new that just came out, but anything that you've discovered or just sticks has stuck with you over time, any movies, music, TV shows, podcasts, or books that you're like, oh yeah, people need to pick this up or watch this, listen to this because it's powerful. Yeah, absolutely. I actually have a book right here on the side. I'll hold it up. Uh, This book, Unwinding Anxiety by Dr. Judson Brewer. Mm. I am reading this currently and really recommend it. I mean, anxiety of all the mental health concerns is what we as a population experience the most of. Mm -hmm. And so I'm always looking to get my hands on any new content with anxiety. And then the other thing too, I just actually formed a partnership with this um, company called Amari, Mm -hmm. A-M-A-R-E. And they're all about mental wellness um, through nutrition and supplements. And 
it's been a game changer for me because I myself, I'm a therapist, but I live with anxiety. I was having right. terrible panic attacks this fall and I had taken medication for it, but I was finding it was starting to become addicting, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I didn't necessarily want to go on that path. And so I started working with a naturopathic doctor. We got my blood work done. She got me on some supplements. I haven't had a panic attack in three months. Wow. That's awesome. And, and so much of the time we don't talk about nutrition and supplements Mm -hmm. as components of, of mental health treatment. It's either therapy or psychiatry, which Mm -hmm. I will vouch for both all day. Right. right? But I think we've got to expand the toolkit a little bit. So I'm happy to share that link with your community too. No, definitely. Um, Yeah. Share Send that over and I'll put it in the description because I'm always about that too. Like it's a tool kit like you said tool like just different tools in your tool belt that you can have the more the bandier yes it's not just one thing exactly anything else that comes to mind that you're like gotta share this oh man well there's so many podcasts that I (laughs) think are like where do we even begin with that right um but and I could send you a whole list but Yeah. I I think in terms of, of books, my favorite book to recommend to people is mindful self-compassion by Dr. Kristen Neff. Mm -hmm. Um, because so many of us were so incredibly hard on ourselves. And so I'm a really big advocate of teaching people how to be kind to themselves. And it's nice because it ties in the mindfulness piece for people, which I think we all need more information on. I think a lot of people secretly hate mindfulness. So (laughs) if we can make it more palatable for people so they can actually get the benefits of it, I think that's a good thing. No, definitely. They won't be so quick to brush it off and be like, ew, I don't like that. That doesn't I hate mindfulness. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. exactly. I don't I don't want to touch that. Uh Mm -hmm. awesome. Well, before we go, I do want to give you opportunity to plug away any projects that you're working on, your social media where people can find you, um, all that good stuff take it away. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm super pumped because this May I'm launching a brand new course. I know. I love your face there. Thank you for that. Of course. Um, That's super exciting. It is super exciting. It's called find your why, know your way. So it's Mm -hmm. all about helping people who are in life transitions. How do you make effective values-based decisions? So like I said, life isn't happening to you, but -hmm. you are being intentional about the choices you are making in your life. So I'm super pumped for that to launch and it's going to have coaching services with it because I also do coaching with clients all around the country. Uh, so I love, I love getting to work with new people and then other ways people can find me and connect with me. I'm at drlaurencook.com. People can download my free handout there where you can identify your top 10 values. Mm-hmm. And I post daily content on my Instagram and my TikTok at Dr. Lauren Cook. And lastly, people can also get my two books, The Sunny Side Up and Name Your Story. So those are just a few resources to get people started, but I'm really excited to connect with anybody. I'm very active in my DMs and my emails, so don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, I'm just so glad we got to talk today, oh, Stephen. This too. has been so fun. You are a ray of sunshine, oh, truly. Thank you. That's the whole whole purpose. And I'll definitely link everything down below. And then I'll add your, my husband has made me promise not to um, buy people's books until after the interview, because I would do it all, I would do it all at once and be like, he'd like, why did 14 books just show up? And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I don't it's, know. Um, it's book fairy. Exactly. He's like, you need to stop. And I'm like, hey, there could be worse things. And I was just joking. I'm like, I'm just building a library. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know one of your favorite mental health books because I can tell you're an avid reader. I love it. Oh yeah. I, okay. So I'm, 
I guess for me, it's really more of the going back to like, I've been, because you can read self-help books all the time and they're great. Mm -hmm. I don't knock them. I like them a a lot, but I recently, especially now in my journey in life, because I'm writing my memoirs and because there's a lot that to unpack there and share with the world and everything, but reading Mm -hmm. other people's story, Jonathan Van Ness, I read his book last year and it really inspired me, especially as a, 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 a queer person to I was like, what am I, I've been writing this book since 2018 and I had it halfway through and then just kind of was like, oh, I'm not motivated. And then that sparked some motivation. And then Michelle Mm -hmm. Obama's book, uh, I did the audible, um, really long trip to go on. And I was like, let's listen to this. And that really inspired me. So um, right now, a lot of memoirs. I want to also shout out one of my favorite people of all time, Mindy Kaling. I know she's listening like best friends but not really but we would be if we ever met hearing this right now (laughs) exactly she has an amazing um set of not only books which I both have but then um essays that she did last year for Amazon for Audible highly recommend Mm -hmm. for anybody to listen to I think there's five or six of them but they all are different topics um and they they really with all those within the same couple of months of getting those into my system I was like I want to write this book more than ever right now um I'm also right now currently reading it's called The Queer Advantage and it's really good it's actually right here Andrew Jelwix is um writing it and he interviewed awesome interviews 52 uh queer people about ranging from actors athletes everything in between directors broadway stars and everything and how they feel um being queer has advanced them or been yes. in there and so it's very inspiring highly recommend to anybody um because i was just like oh you could like i wish i could have read this as a small closeted in a small town queer person so um, yes those are those are the things that are getting my mental health right now like feeding it during all this and i'm like we can all come out of this pandemic much better and ready to share stories and everything. So I love it. Well, I can't wait to read your memoir. I'm well, going you. to be first in line. I'm so excited. You'll have to fight like three people that have told me that, but <laughs> go ahead. I, I'll find <laughs> my like, way. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm super excited, nervous, but, um, and I have it quote unquote finished. Now I just have to edit it and add in extra stuff. But I, I set the goal, again, goals, everybody, write them down and stick to them. My 28th birthday, March 20th, I had it finished. But now I just want to go through each chapter to be like, what can I add? What do I need to take out? Edit it, mm-hmm. make it pretty, and then start presenting it. And hopefully, you know, not hopefully, I'm putting out in the universe. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> so. It will be. It will be. If you want to talk book publishing sometime, let me know. I will take you up on that offer because I... Have no clue what to do. So <laughs> we will so- definitely talk. Please. Awesome. Perfect. Well, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you coming on here. Uh, you've been a delight. Um, I would love to have you back on um, any topic, whatever we want to do. I'm sure we'll talk offline. Uh, but again, thank you so much. Sounds good, Stephen. Thanks so much for having me. I know this was fun. This was a great time. Oh, I loved good. it. I'm excited to talk more. Okay, good. That's always good to hear. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank you. you have a good day now. You too. Take right. care. Well, 
Well, there you have it, a beautiful soul, Dr. Lauren Cook. Um, thank you so much for letting me chat it up and talking a little bit about what you do. Again, I think it's super important and so glad I had the opportunity to chat with her. Now it's time for our meditation minute. So let me find something, a good quote. Um, let's see. If you, I think I've already done that one. I'll do too, just in case. If you are having trouble sleeping, focus your breathing. Sink deeper into sleep with each breath. That is very true. Uh, a little technique that I've also um, heard of slash learned in college. Um, I took a, like a parenting class, a, a psychology of parenting, I believe it was. And one of the things was sometimes babies will um, mimic, you know, the heart, the breathing of somebody sleeping with them so like if you're you know holding a baby and whatever um or a child not a baby because i don't know um more of the story if you if, if whoever's breathing and is asleep if you follow that you too will fall asleep so um and i actually used that at the time i was dating somebody and he would always be knocked out in like two seconds so i would um in in return follow his breath and fall asleep too um let's do another one sir oh this is a good one this is a dolly parton one right here sir serve the poor and needy yes that's my goal in life um once i become a bajillionaire i'm gonna share that wealth and be um the gay man version of dolly parton which really isn't far off from the regular dolly parton so there you have it. Mull those over um, while you enjoy this week's Meditation Minute.
Well, another week down, another fantastic guest. Thanks for joining me this week on the Sunshine Steven podcast. Again, thank you so much for the support. I would love it if you left a good Apple review for me, subscribe or follow on any platform, share with your friends. That'd be amazing and just get the word out there. Um, the more the merrier. You know, if you take anything away, I hope that it's all positive and good vibes. And I'm so excited to continue this journey of podcasting and meeting wonderful people um, like Dr. Lauren Cook, who I talked to today. We talked to mental health. I put her through the ringer with the silly questions that I bombard guests with, which is always fun, uh, at least for me. Uh, but it's also a good way to get to know people. I never thought that I would be that person who enjoys icebreakers, but here we are, 67 episodes in, and I'm always like, hey, what's your favorite movie, favorite color, yada, yada, yada. Um, again, Mental Health Awareness Month is here, so I hope that you are finding some time for you and yourself and your well-being, whether that be, you know, taking a hot bath, shower, just relaxing, meditating, extra therapy sessions, you know, getting away from it all, vacation, anything like that. Hopefully you are able to do that to help with your well-being. Again, if you need to talk to anybody, please reach out. Um, my DMs are always open, but then also there's professional helps and stuff like that. Professional helps. What is that? I'm not even professional when I say that like that. Anywho, there are resources out there, so be sure to go check them out. Um, again, I hope everybody is doing great. Stay safe out there, and until next time, have a fantastic day.